0: Father, be manifest here this evening. Holy Spirit, have your way tonight. Have your way tonight. Spirit of God, Spirit of the living God, have your way tonight, Lord. Have your way in our midst, O oh God. Let it not just be an atmosphere. Come knock on the door of our hearts. And let there be an opening tonight. Let there be an entrance of your word that brings light and illumination to our soul. My soul and everyone who is here, we need your light. We need the word of God to wash us. To wash us. And you have been washing us since you saved us. Tonight is another opportunity, another opportunity privilege to be washed again by the word of God. And our soul cries and we long for this washing. Because without this washing, we can do nothing. Without the washing of the word, we cannot be like Christ. So tonight we plead again for the waters. We plead again for the waters that you soak us in tonight. Let the river be overwhelming. Just soak us in, Lord. In your mercies. In your mercies. Just soak us in tonight. Let us record tonight as our day of deliverances. In the name of Jesus. I need that deliverance, oh Lord. And I know your people need the deliverance, Lord. Let tonight be another day of record, another day where heaven takes the joy, where God takes the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, pure streams. So I'm going to have a little problem tonight doing like this. <laughs> I don't know who sent me a message, but he is disturbing me. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. It's copy copy that made me do it like that. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we <clears throat> thank God for tonight for his grace. I bring greetings for from Pastor Zach. I think I learned that from our papas. Say, so I bring greetings. <laughs> this time it's from Pastor. Okay, Pamela is in church. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that rolling? She's rolling her eyes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, Pizak is the way it be to be back shortly. And I want to thank him, you know, in essential for this opportunity once again to be standing here for this gracious privilege that I'm going to just take a snap. I'm going to use it judiciously. <laughs> Because it doesn't come all the time, so I'm going to just take the opportunity. Praise God, and the Holy Spirit will help us tonight, hallelujah, amen. So we have just some um, very simple, little, but serious discussion. I don't know how you can put that together. Simple, little, serious discussion. (laughs) So um, don't worry, you're going to have fun tonight. I know you don't believe me. It's okay. (laughs) Praise God. Before I go into the reading of the word and the teaching of the word, I would just say, let's see Galatians 6, um, verse 1 from verse 1. So, I, can I come can I down? Because, you know, it's like we're not so much so. I feel closer. I feel like I'm on top of a mountain. Thank you very much. I'm super grateful. Amen. So, um, okay, I'm really grateful for this word because it's in, <clears throat> it's in season, okay? So I'm also going to be blessed by it. <clears throat> so the topic for today is purity, but I want us to see Galatians 6. So someone gave me this topic, actually. You know, usually I, have, I struggle with giving topics, but someone gave me the topic, so I'll just go with it. Burden if, okay, so let's see, let's read it together. I want to go. If a man is take, overtaken overtaking an trespass, you who are spiritual, resource such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Next verse, we're going to five. This body. So fulfill the law of Christ. But if anyone thinks himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work. And, and not another. Okay, hold on there. I just want to explain something. This is not my teaching for today, but I want to I want us to soak this word in to prepare our hearts for... The word that is coming. So I want you to know that um, as Christians, this Bible verse 1 to 5 is something that must be more than a memory verse, but must be something that is our core. The scriptures that we just put in our lives just shock it there. We don't play with it. This is one scripture like that because God knows that, Let's go back to one. God knows that, I want you to see one says, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, so God knows that we are family and that one can be overtaken by a trespass. So the apostle is preparing us, saying that if one is overtaken by a trespass, this is your position or disposition rather. Sorry, not position. You who are spiritual, assuming you are spiritual, because Most likely, you are either spiritual or not spiritual at that time. So it says, you are spiritual, assuming you are spiritual. Restore such a one in the spirit of what? That's the only way. Because God assumes we are spiritual. But if you don't restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, you are not spiritual. You can mark your scripts yourself. The moment you misbehave in this place, just mark your script. What did I say? Yourself is a standard. It's the only way. Okay. So, and I really love it <laughs> because it's a very humbling place. It says even man is overtaken in any trespass whatsoever. Trespass, and I want you to think of any kind of trespass. Says you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness. Once it, once it is not gentleness, you are not spiritual. But the good thing is, with God, you can always come back. You can tap yourself back. <laughs> because usually the flesh should, the flesh usually, um, how would I put it? Usually sometimes the flesh responds faster than your spirit. So that's why I said there's room to tap yourself back to maintain being spiritual. Okay? So most likely you you may mess up in that area. Okay? But this is the standard of the scripture. Until you get it right, it must be with the spirit of gentleness. And I want you to see what he said next. considering yourself less you what? So... I want you to put your hand on your chest and say, I consume that myself. I can also be tempted. I I remember sometime in my life when I used to think, oh, I'm a pastor's child. I'm just a good girl. (laughs) I was tempted and I fell for it. And it was so cheap. It's pride to think that you cannot be tempted. And one thing about that pride is that they will set the exam for you. It's better not to be proud. It's better to say. So since that day, I started telling myself, I'm a guru, I can be tempted. (laughs) I prefer that than saying I cannot be tempted. So that I can lean on God for grace. So you can be tempted. So don't overhype yourself. I know, one of the things I want us to stop doing as Christians is stop pointing, accusing fingers at people. Stop it. You are not one who can be marked as merciful. I'm blessed and merciful, for they shall receive mercy. I have received a lot of mercy in my life just by just staying with that scripture. Praise God. Are we blessed already? So so you can see that this can never be a memory verse. It must be something that sits inside you. Just put it as you're walking with God to your 50, 100, if you're 120 years. (laughs) Okay? I want us to see the next thing Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks, and guys, uh, we they think <laughs> if anyone thinks himself to be something, you know how many times you they think say you be something. <laughs> I just shared my own with you. You can think you are something. And we think a lot, actually. If for if anyone thinks himself to be something, When he is nothing. But the thing is that part you don't know. You don't know you are nothing. He deceives himself. Next verse. But let each one examine his own work. Be so busy examining your what? Your own work is supposed to reach you. Your own work supposed to do you. You, only your soul. You and your soul. If they put you and your soul together, it's a lot of work. <laughs> if you're in the earth alone, somebody is playing. I can hear my voice. Is that my voice? Wow, it's very tiny. <laughs> in my mind, like I have husky voice. In my mind, that's what I say in my mind. <laughs> oh my God. Nobody should try to mimic me in this church. I beg you says, let each one examine his own work. And then you will have rejoicing. Look at this part in himself alone, not in another. If you are busy, you have, let's say, okay, you want to praise yourself that you are doing well, 100%. Let that rejoicing be in yourself alone. Don't be like that Pharisee that said, see, I'm better than that guy. Let the rejoicing be in yourself alone. If you know you are doing well, it's okay. Just sit in your room, dance around, dance around your house, go into your compound, dance away, say, hey, I'm a good child, I'm a a faithful child of God. Let your rejoicing be in yourself alone. Don't remember, brother, so-and-so. And and sister, so-and-so. Say, hey, I'm better than that sister. I'm better than that sister. Hey, if you hear what that sister has done, I'm better than that sister. The Bible Correct. I know the word of God is for correction. The Bible's correcting you. Are we corrected? Sorry, correct yourself. <laughs> it says, let your rejoicing. Let it be in yourself alone, not in another. For each one shall bear what. His own load. And if they show you your load, if the Lord can have mercy and show you your load, you will know your load is plenty. Hey, I used to see my own load, though. And that keeps me very humble. I don't even have time to be talking about somebody's fault, Because as I'm talking it, the Holy Ghost is reminding me of my own. Because even talking itself is already a fault. Reminding you, you are talking too much. You cannot—that's your mouth that you're using to talk. You cannot control it. That's your own major problem. And they said that the tongue is a very dangerous. <laughs> so you can see one of your load. Meanwhile, it's another person's fault you're talking about. Carry your load. Do like this. I carry my load. Your own, say my own load. Eh, <laughs> uh, I know there's one you song song. I say Jason, why bury me or something? What was that song again? Uh, one uh, son of God now replied, "Jason, bury ya." He said, you're <laughs> like bury, Omo. Like she doesn't not carry load." <laughs> sorry, we don't understand that part. For saying that, sorry. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. That's five right? So, for each one shall bear his own load. Praise God. That's a good place to start from. Okay? So, as I'm, so, I want to pray one prayer now. Father, in the name of Jesus, as I start this teaching, if anybody is seated in this auditorium, the way you are serious closing your eyes, <laughs> is something I else I want to pray Please, once I start teaching... And they start thinking of another person in their mind. Help me to collapse their chair. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Let their chair just snap. <laughs> so, in case ushers, in case anybody fall down from their chair, just know that that's the issue. It's not the power of the Lord. <laughs> Once I started teaching, and you are thinking, you have gone in your thought, thinking about one brother, one sister. Just know that you're about to fall down. <laughs> are you for kata. <laughs> okay? So we're going to be our own load. Praise God. So let's go into the teaching of the world. You know, I I, I I would start this teaching by saying that if God would have a feud, the feud would be called purity. Because the Bible records that he's holy. You know, and he expects us to be holy like him. So. If you would have a company, let me use that word, the company will be called purity. Purity, which would mean holiness. That the product of that company will also be holy. Praise God. I want us to say <clears throat> first Thessalonians for you guys already have an idea of what you want to say, but I want us to open our heart, let the Holy Spirit lead us, okay? Because I know that the power of God is available. I'm very sure it's available for separation, for deliverances, and overcoming power. Okay? First Thessalonians 4, verse 1. All right. Finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort in the name of the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more. Just as you received from us, how you ought to walk and to please God. Verse 2 says, For you know what commandments we give you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. Everybody say, your sanctification. So the will of God is our sanctification. That you should abstain from sexual immorality. Next verse. That each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and what? Honor. You can see that they didn't write that, so God would then possess you. You can go back to that previous verse. They didn't write, God will possess you. He said that each one is expected of you that you should know. Isn't that interesting? That you should know how to possess your own vessel. And the thing is, I think we know. You know? I never even thought to like that. I think everybody knows how to possess their vessel. The opposite of this is we decided to be loose. Everyone. So imagine I'll advise you now, I'll be giving you advice that Pastor <laughs> Don't try that too. Pastor, don't go there. But that advice, eh, I tell you, is entering this year and coming out of this year. Because she doesn't need the advice. Everybody, God (laughs) said, you should know how to possess your own vessel. And it may even be in different ways. For example, um, let me ask this question What natural thing do you like the most? Because you're standing, you're sitting in front of me. What natural thing do you like the most that you know that, hmm, it's something that can tempt you? What natural thing? For some people, it may be perfume. So for some people, because every time you hear the word temptation, you're just thinking about something else. We all have temptations. We have temptation in various things. So, Pastor has on is shoe. <laughs> Actually, it's my temptation too, but I quickly said that. <laughs> so, do you have any natural thing that? Food. <laughs> Do you have any natural temptation? Wow. <laughs> Money. Nice. You wouldn't think that, right, of Loretta? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so everybody say, wow. wow. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so you see that temptation now. You see, a temptation is different from his own temptation. So that means that, for example, maybe in a couple's house, what the husband likes is different from what we, of course, we have all that example. So our own temptation is money, his own temptation is food. That means if you place money before today, most likely, you may just pass by. <laughs> <laughs> but if they place money, if they just dangle it around Loretta, most likely, there will be considerations. Most likely. But if they put food before Loretta, you get. Okay, do you have any other example? What? Movie. Did you say movie? Like watching films. Nice. Nikon, do you have any? Suya. <laughs> 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 Itoa is not in <laughs> The thing is, the truth is, people have very funny things that really gets them actually. So if that means most likely if they dangle shoes before GJ, most likely we just it won't get him. But the day is angry with you, and you just do Suya like this in front of him. (laughs) You know he will forgive you that day. (laughs) i for sure. (laughs) You get because that's his own temptation. So. It's not be okay to be advising Gideon now. that don't be tempted to shoe. Don't be tempted to shoe. Don't be tempted to ah, walk away from shoes. It means nothing to him. So God knows that you can know how to possess your vessel. Because only you, you have your particular temptation. So let's see the scripture. The scripture is very powerful. Says in sanctification. Okay, not this is verse 5, right? Less than 4. That each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification. Sanctification. I want us to just think what do you guys think of sanctification? Who can tell me what sanctification is? Just a layman, this, of course, you're not a theologian, so it's fine. What? What? To cleanse. Any other person? The next time I come to, I want to say, the next time I come to this class, <laughs> I'll bring Cain to flow of you because you are you you're a Christian. You, you understand? These things, I intentionally ask it that way because you're supposed to know it. You understand? It's one of your basic Bible knowledge, the basic Bible knowledge. You ought to know it. So if you don't know it tonight, when you get to go and Google. Read. What is sanctification? If I ask you, what is the blood of Jesus now? Do you know it? What is it used to use to wipe? (laughs) To throw on the road when you are traveling? So we, you know, it's just shameful. That's the truth. That you don't know the meaning of all these things. And you can't even teach it to your children. So, said to cleanse. So what? Sanctification is what? To separate. To purify. To purify. Set apart. Set apart. Consecrate. So, you people know it. Please don't do that again. <laughs> all right, good. You guys are great students. So, yes, you're all correct. Set apart, consecrate for a special use. That's what I added to mine. There must be some things like there's a particular cup in the house that is used only for the master of the house, it's set apart. You understand? That means that if that cup is in the house, if somebody enters and just grabs the cup, wives, what do you do? <laughs> you grab it back. <laughs> so you get that. I'm just using very simple terms to explain to us. I want us to have understanding, okay? So you see how special that cup is. And where you place it is important also. You know where you keep some specific spoons? I know some spoons. There's, when I was, before I got married, there was one spoon. After we misplaced all the spoon in the house, then my first time I went to buy some particular kind of spoon. I realized that when I used that spoon, it thing cut my mouth inside. I'm telling you, it was great punishment. But after that time we started keeping spoons well. When you use the spoon, it the will cut inside your mouth. I've never seen that kind of thing before. So set apart. And it's for special use. God wants all of His children to be sanctified. So you can see that from the examples I've given, that you pick a cup to set it apart for a special use or for some honorable use. God then, in that same mind, wants all of us to be for special use. He does not want our big bread. Some kind of children that are like, eh, don't really matter about that, my son. Don't. Nah, no one is for, there are some vessels in the house of God that are for dishonor, some for honor. No, God doesn't have such children. He actually wants everyone. His desire is that everyone is sanctified for special use. They are not special children of God, they are just children of God. Praise God. So, sanctification, honor, and dignity. And honor, okay? Next verse says what? And not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. But come in there. But let's dwell a little on honor and dignity. What do you think of dignity or honor? What do you think of it? You can give it a try. Huh? Placing high value. Esteem. Did you say esteem? Okay, you guys have tried. You know, I put this in my own language, and my language is—it's <laughs> actually very away from what honor is and dignity. And I—I I wrote in my book. I said, "Have some dignity." It's like when you tell somebody, "Hey, guy, have some dignity." You know that's scolding when you want to scold and say. Have you have some dignity? That's why I put in my notes. Or when you say respect yourself, what we are talking about is the possession, how to possess your body. We're not talking about your spirit today or your soul. We are talking about your body. It's something that I think that we neglect a lot. And I will show you that both the spirit, soul, and body is very important to God. We talk about the soul, we talk about the spirit, the life, but sometimes we don't talk about the body. But God is bringing a reminder to us this night that the body is equally important. It's the way you see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, is it a lesser God to God? No, so the body is not some trash. It's not some casing. It's not some container. Even though it does that job, but that is not what it is in sight of God. The scripture says the body is the temple of the Lord. Imagine. So sometimes I look at my body, I'm like, you mean this body is the temple of the Lord? So, you know, heavenly things cannot, when you think of it with your mind, you can't really explain it. That's why when you hit the scripture, just believe what it says. It will not make sense to the wise. It's meant for the foolish minds. It says the body is the temple of the land. You look at your body, you're like, this body. Some of us even have pimple all over our face. Like this body, you mean this body? It's the temple of the Lord. He's <laughs> not fresh, man. But the Bible said so. I would believe it. I believe it with all my heart. It's the temple of the Lord. So that informs the way I treat my body. It informs it. The moment you believe the word of God, it informs how you then begin to behave. So the body we are talking about tonight, we're going to focus and square in on the body. So have some dignity. I put it and I said, respect yourself. Like telling yourself, respect yourself. Sometimes I talk to my body. I say, hey, respect yourself. Because I'm first, my soul, you understand? I'm first, spirit rather, I'm first spirit. Then I have a soul. So I can talk to my body. Sometimes when I'm very tired and I can't do anything, I tell myself, I tell my body, say you're going to follow me now. I'm going to church. So you will follow me. I am going to I my spirit is going to church. So those things that we used to say that the spirit is willing, but the body is not, is a liar. You are the one lying, no. You are the same spirit who is lying. It's just you're a lying spirit. (laughs) Because if your spirit is willing to go, You can order your body to follow you. That's why there is grace. So, why in his image and his likeness, okay, and we have, we can overcome loss. You know, the reason I said this is because, let's see the scripture. Let's see, is it the last verse? Yes, like the Gentiles who do not know God. The difference between us and the Gentiles is is that we know God. We profess we are children of God. But the Gentiles don't know God. There should be a separation, a very clear separation between us and the Gentiles. So God is having this expectation of us that we can possess our own vessel in sanctification and in honor, not in passion of loss. Like the Gentiles. And I explained, who is supposed to be having issues of passion of lust? The Gentiles. Like it's not expected of you to be having such passion. Then you ask God, oh, "Amen, but there's lust here now. But it says, you can possess your vessel," And I know that the God, I know God has given us the Holy Ghost. One of his work is to help you to possess your vessel. So for us, I want us to register that thought, that for us, we have no excuse, actually. Because everything that you need has been given to you. If heaven was shut and closed, you still have what it takes. Like, you know, we say there's open heavens. And the day is closed. Closed heavens. On that day, where there is darkness and gloomy, gloomy, what will I even call it now? You, like, it's so thick. Even on that day, you have the power to possess your soul, to possess your body. Because you have been given everything you need. If heaven was shot, where is the Holy Ghost? I know somebody wanted to say it's in heaven. The Holy Ghost is inside you. So, what do you need if the heaven was shut? Nothing. Nothing. We don't need anything, actually. Praise God. So, we have to know who we are and what we have. You can say it after me I have to know who I am and what I have. So there will be some days like that. There will be some days like that. That's why I use a very extreme example. That if the heaven was shut and there is darkness, you have to know what you have. You have to know that even in that deep pit, there's somebody with you. It's called the Holy Ghost. It's called the Holy Ghost. He can help you. If you humble yourself and surrender to him, he will help you. Praise God. Let's see the next verse. Praise God. That no one should take advantage and defraud his brother in this matter. This is a warning. Because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified. Next verse says, For God did not call us to uncleanness, but to holiness. Therefore, he will reject. Let's not get here cos this okay let's read it therefore he will reject this does not reject man but god who has also given us the holy spirit can you see and i like that he didn't put the holy spirit plus something just gave us the holy spirit but i want you to see this place therefore he will reject this this warning i'm bringing tonight The Bible now says, he will reject this, does not reject man. It's not going to be Adesola Zachariah that you're rejecting. But the Bible says you're rejecting who? God. God. Let's see whether we can read it in other translations. Maybe Amplified, and Common English Bible. Let's just see it. I want us to just look into that scripture. It's a very powerful scripture. Let's just see in other, simple. This is amplified. Therefore, whoever disregards, sets aside, and rejects—no, no, no—not no. this verse. I mean the old. Let's enjoy it. It's Bible study, right? There, wow. no, we are not there yet. Okay, if you have it, you can read it. But like you can read it, open. But like you can open, um, maybe easy. Then somebody else can open Common English Bible. So we can see amplified. Father, my brethren, we beg you and admonish you in virtue of our union with the Lord Jesus that you follow the instructions which you learned from us about how you ought to walk as, so as to please and gratify God, not your flesh. As indeed you are doing and that you do so even more and more abundantly, attaining yet greater perfection in the living in living this life For you know what charges and precepts we gave you on the authority and by the inspiration of the Lord Jesus. Verse 3. For this is the will of God that you should be consecrated, separated, set apart for pure and holy living. That you should abstain and, I like that word, shrink. Shrink. Can somebody describe shrink for me? Chica is describing, Chica, do it again, do it again, please. Oh, you do doing it now. <laughs> <seemed> like this. <laughs> she did it before, you know, and shrink. Like, if there's anything you should shy away from, just shrink, just enter into yourself. <laughs> shrink from onwards. I like that they didn't say sexual immorality, they said vices. I like that that translation is saying vices. Now, you have not even gotten there. I'm starting from vices now. So shrink from sexual vices. Go on. That each one of you should know how to possess control, manage. Say I'm a manager. Of my own body. My body does not have rule over me. Uh, you are a manager. And if you don't manage it, well, you're a failure. Control, manage his own body. In consecration, purity, separated from things, profane, and honor. Not to be used in the passion of loss like the Eden, Who are ignorant of the true God and have no knowledge of his will. Like, you can't blame those guys. They have no knowledge of his will. It would be too much for you to expect that they should not do those things. I think it would be unfair for you to expect that they shouldn't do those things. Because they have no knowledge of the will but they should be able to see you as an example so that you can see the difference of life. That no man transgress and overreach his brother and defraud him in this matter or defraud his brother in business for the Lord is an avenger in all these things. As we have already warned you solemnly. (laughs) And told you plainly. <laughs> I like the use of words in scripture, actually. Next verse is, For God has not called us to impurity, but to consecration, to dedicate ourselves in the most, what? You, you, you need to check dictionary for the meaning of toro. You need to check the dictionary for the English, the meaning of toro. Toro. That's why when the Bible said, if your hand will cause you to sin, cut it off. You think it's an extreme? It's not an extreme. You're joking with your eternity. It's not an extreme. It's not. It's not too much to ask for. God is not a wicked God. Thorough purity. Next verse. Therefore, whoever disregards, sets aside and rejects this this discussion we are having. Disregard not man, but God. This, instru- this thing we are having, this discussion, is an instruction from God. Whoever Whose very spirit, whom may has seen, it will be very sad because the dealing will be very tough. Because the Lord has done all he can do to save you by giving you the Holy Ghost. It was a risk. The Holy Ghost is the seal of redemption. Don't you think that God in heaven is missing the Holy Ghost? You don't know he gave it to us. He gave the Holy Ghost to us. Just like he relinquished Jesus to us. Again and again. It's not only his son he gave that. Again and again. After the son came back, he released the Holy Ghost. You can see say he's not a stingy God. We don't have excuse. You will be born. You don't have excuse. You will be born in hellfire. And you will not be pitied. You don't have any excuse. He has given you the highest authority. The highest power. You know we keep saying that all power belongs to God. All authority belongs to Jesus. He has given us another power and another authority. Better hug the Holy Ghost is your only way out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, can you quickly read that? Which one are you reading? No, I don't want to. Easy. Who has easy or common English? You have common English. All right. Who has second mic? You enjoy this translation, right? Yes. It's a very good paraphrase. So let's see another one. I need... Okay. Mm-hmm. Because my time is... Not... Oh, oh, right. Oh, okay. You <laughs> can start from three.
1: Verse three. God's will is that your lives are dedicated to him. This means that you stay away from sexual immorality of all, and how to control your own body in a pure and responsible way. Don't be controlled by your sexual urges like the Gentiles who don't know God. No one should restrict or take advantage of their brother or sister in this issue. The Lord punishes people for all these things, as we told you before, and certainly you not you.
0: Okay, that's fine. If we were just to sit down and read the scriptures, we are blessed, and there's already deliverance going on. Sometimes I think we don't look into this as serious as it is. Then we allow the devil to cheat us. Praise God. I wanted us to see easy word. OK. Thank you. Let's just see another listen. listens. We can start from three. Are we enjoying this? It's a serious thing, right? Very serious. You can read it. This is how Each of you may. And you do only what is pure and right.
1: That's fine like people who do not know God want to have sex in no They
0: cannot control themselves. You must not be like those people. That's it. No man among you
1: should ever have sex with a wife or a Christian friend. That would be the same as if you loved him. It would be a bad thing to do against him. Remember that.
0: It's fine. Thank you ma. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's have a resounding hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. He's such a beautiful king. And is in the midst of his people. Washing them by the word. Such a beautiful king. Keeps washing us daily by the word of God. Washing. Praise God. Let's see some of the implications of impurity. And let's see 1 Corinthians 6, verse 13. It's like the time is running fast, but I just wanted to to take this easy, actually. Okay, for food. Okay, food for the stomach and stomach. I think, let's see 12. Let me see what 12 is saying. I like this scripture. All things are lawful for me. But all things, this was my first Bible study when I gave my life to Christ. I can never forget it. <laughs> and it was one of my Bible study teachers that taught me then in school. All things are lawful for me. This was my first lesson as I was stepping in. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. And that thing kept ringing in my soul. Not in my mind, though. It's entered into me. All things are word, lawful for me. But not all things are what. In all these things, they are all lawful for me, right? But inside the same all things, not all these things are helpful for me. We need to now begin to take out the things that are not helpful for us. But we do a lot with the all things because we have the God of grace. And we say God is love. That is a mistake. Thank you, Paul. There are some things you need to do away with. Because scripture says it's no expedient. It's not lawful. But I will not be brought under the power of any. All these things, they have their power but i i have another power and this one is able to keep me that this thing does not have power over me all my temptations will not have power over me i will rule over them next verse see <clears throat> one temptation food for the stomach and stomach for the food but god we both destroy them both of them at the stomach or at the food they are all going The scripture is very sharp. It's actually a two-edged sword. Very sharp. It does not have consideration. It does not feel what you feel. Not emotional. Very sharp. In case you are keeping the stomach, more the stomach and the food is going away. <laughs> now, the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. When you wake up in the morning, you have to tell yourself that. You have to command your body and say, now, my body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. Did you say that? Did you say that? The Lord is not giving to any other thing or for your body. So the Lord is giving to my body? I didn't know. The Lord Almighty for my body. Ah, yeah. hmm. No wonder we need to guard it. So the Lord is for the body. I thought the Lord was for my spirit. And I thought the Lord was for my soul. So he's for my body. Look at your body. So the Lord is for my body. God said, and the Lord is for the body. That's not a thing to joke with. That's the strength of God. I don't know if we appreciate God enough for what he has done for us. I don't know whether we respect God for the things he has done for us. That he has belittled himself for our sake. I don't know whether you have things to thank God for. I do. When I read the scripture, sometimes I'm just in awe. You mean this, my body that they call sand, clay. You mean you are also for clay. There must be something about the budge. It's not then an ordinary clay. Watch it. We're going somewhere. Thank you, Lord. Next verses. And God both raised up the Lord and we also raise up by His power. Pastor Ovi, do you know the meaning of that? That's The way Jesus came from the dead, our body will rise up to. Hmm. This same body. I will see you as, it's not like I will see you like a shadow. I will see your body when I get to heaven. So you can understand the importance of keeping your body. This is the importance of keeping your body. That on that day, we will see your body. It will be powerful. The land is for the body. It's not only for your spirit and your soul. That on that day when you appear, you are also a powerful body. Just as he raised Jesus, Even you are saying that you are seeing Jesus, the whole is still in his hand. It's the same way you'll be exactly when I see you in heaven. Nothing missing. Nothing missing. You will not be taller or shorter. It's the exact way. So it's a serious matter when God says, keep your body from sexual immorality. He knows what he's saying. We don't know what he's saying, but he knows what he's saying. And he's telling us now, there's an importance to your body. I know the importance. I made it. You don't know when I made it. Do you know when I crafted your body? And you are misusing it. I crafted it, so I know what I'm saying. It's not only for it. Your body is also for heaven. Next verse. Do you not know that? Your bodies are members of Christ. Members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of what? There's an exclamation. Certainly not. In Yoruba, it means laye, <laughs> laye. Some things, eh? when they bring it to you, you should say, over my dead body. Sorry, over my living body. <laughs> Some things, when they bring it to you, you should say, laye, laye. And I'm coming. And Mi Yes. He's asking a question. I'm sure this person was in contemplation. Who wrote in Bureau, thinking about it. Shall I now take this member of Christ? Shall I now make it a member of an alot? Ow! Never. 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 Next verse. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a halot is one. Body with her. For the two, he says. You know, it's only on wedding day. We say two become one. Two become one. You know, you to remember on fornication bed. It's two become one. Wow. Mm. Next verse. But who, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. One spirit with him. One spirit with him. Once the body is misused, there are implications. And there are various implications, actually. Some of you we know. Sicknesses, diseases. One of the most common ones that is said is that you'll be friends of demons. Because you have done a strange thing with what is the member of Christ. So you and demons will be close. They might not be able to possess you, but they will latch on you regularly. Aside from that, there are other implications. Some of it is guilt. Once the devil, once the enemy can plant guilt in your heart, you are finished. Guilt kills faster than the sin itself. <laughs> so when the enemy is bringing something your way, <laughs> and you are beginning to consider it, remember that he has other plans. There are ulterior motives. Guilt. And something about guilt is that nobody knows. It's a personal battle. Who now I'll rescue you? Because you cannot talk about it. don't joke with the enemy oh. don't play around him don't forget he's lucifer don't forget before they born you he was already made so when you see his thing, run he has other things he's planning to plant into your soul he knows your spirit is alive but his, his request is your soul. His request is your soul. And he's ready to give you everything to get your soul. I want, you to tell, I want to tell you something about pleasure. Pleasure is passing. Pleasure is passing. You realize that after it, your eyes used to open. Mm, as though they blow powder for you that time. Pleasure, don't ever forget it, though. That is doing you, pleasure is passing. But after it passes, it remains with you. That's the mystery of pleasure. It remains with his brothers and sisters and cousins. Shame, guilt, those are his cousins. Mm. Especially the ones you bury under the carpets. It kills faster than the it's sin itself. So after it passes, it will leave the others with you. Some people have at palpitation. You don't know what causing is causing it. And you'll be asking, Ore Mikinoshi, or Mikinoshi, oh, I am I called Daniel. <laughs> so people are suspicious. They will not be suspicious. Especially if you're now married. You su- what? where did you go? I have one uncle like that. I say, where did you go? Where did you go yesterday? Where were you yesterday? Is what he's doing? That is making me suspect you. <laughs> I'm telling you, you cannot have peace. You are in peace. You'll be like this. There are other things the enemy is planning to plant in your soul that you must be careful and aware of. The thing is, if you are aware and you understand it, you can quickly get out of it. Praise God. Some people is shared conscience Their conscience is just not alive again. Once pleasure comes, they are thinking about nobody except themselves. There's a root of selfishness that is in there. Because if they are thinking about other people, they will think of people not to ought. But once pleasure comes, what they think, their their brain just thinks, myself, myself, what I can get, what I can do. Only themselves, until the pleasure passes. Oh, they will not realize have been wicked? Your conscience is being seared. Gradually. Praise God. What are the implications of purity? Hallelujah. We spoke about impurity now. I want us to see purity. I want you to see some of the reasons which we have talked about. but Why God wants you to remain the way you are to keep your body, possess your body. God can pass through our bodies as vessels to people on earth. Isn't that beautiful? Why are you not a passage for the Lord? The Bible says that our bodies are temples of the Lord. The reason why we can't heal the sick, raise the dead, is because we have misused the body. So power cannot flow. Your body is meant to be a, a reservoir of power. A reservoir of what? Of power. It's meant to be that. So that it can be a flow from God to you, to other people, rather. So our bodies are meant to be passages for the Lord. You know, there was a place when they wanted to kill Jesus. And then the Bible recorded that it passed through them. That is a glorious body. I want that kind of body. I know you say, oh, that was God in the flesh. Nobody can do that. Uh, There's another example. Paul is another example. He has a glorious body. Remember when (laughs) the viper, (laughs) you know what the Bible said he did? He shook it off. You think if he misuses his body over time, you think he can shake it off? Oh, And the people called him a God. I want you to begin to see what the body can do. It's not only in Bible times. It can happen now in our time. It's not Bible times. So we can experience a glorious body on earth. We don't have to wait till we die before we have a glorious body. We don't have to wait till then. We can experience a glorious body here on earth. Praise God. I want us to see practical ways we can stay pure. Now, I'll be a little dramatic, not because I'm a drama queen, but it's okay if you call me that. But I just want to be practical with us, okay? One of the practical ways we can can stay pure, purity, we're talking about purity. Who can tell me one? One common one that the Bible said. Flee. Flee. Who can check the meaning of flee from me? Somebody check the dictionary meaning of flee. So that you know You know that it's not like this. <laughs> it's that like when you are flee, you're not using your mama to say bye-bye. It's not like that, too. <laughs> Please check the dictionary meaning of flee for me. You know, somebody told me, when I was in school one time, I was under pressure with this one guy like that. I was like, ah. And I called on my brother. I said, ah, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do this. He just said, hey, flee! He shouted in my ears. I didn't understand what he was saying. He said, flee. So, but his personality that I know is very, very gentle. The way he shouted at me, I was, was like, why is he aggressive like this? He told me, flee! I said, you mean flee? Flee is not run. <laughs> vanish, vanish. Let's just borrow that word. Vanish. See, okay. Let me give you a story, a personal story. <clears throat> there was a time in my life. So, I, I want you, You so know, I don't want you to begin to think. That's what I told you earlier. Right? Anybody that is thinking one thing, one thing, your chair will snap. So I'll tell you my own story. So you can know that, oh. And, and some of you may be thinking, it's only guys. Women, they're bad. <laughs> eh, they're bad. In fact, I don't know who bad pass. <laughs> so there was a time I was, what was I was going to say? I was going to share. Okay, yeah. There was a time, yes, there was a time I was just feeling like it. You know, you know when you feel like it. I was just feeling like it. I was like, huh. Who am I going to call now? I need to start chatting up somewhere now. Pastor, <laughs> I went through my phone actually. It's me. <clears throat> you can see that we are bad. It's me that wants to start the conversation. You can see that I'm a gakpata of them all. Now, me go start them. So I was, I was just checking my phone. Who is just the guy that I can just call now? Let me just have a friend. I know what I want to do, Kenny. But I checked through my phone. I didn't see one person qualified. Pastor That was the only rescue I had. I had nobody. The Lord had helped me so much that I don't have them around me. But you, you have this friend. Chukulu is my friend. Chukule is my friend. You have them, you are a friend of the nation. I won't lie to you. That was what saved me, Gabriel. If not, you will have heard stories that touch the heart. My name will be in the newspaper. You don't know that you can do it too. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 the only thing that saved me, Pam Pam. Me, I don't, I didn't have somebody to call. I was not wondering that. Ah, what happened to me? That, this holiness, are you earlier than thou? I'm telling you, I was not abusing myself. Ah, you're only too so much self. I didn't have anybody. There was no. So, everybody that I was seeing, in fact, at a point in my contact, I was just saying, Pastor, Pastor Jesus, Pastor that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I said, Well, I will to taste that. <laughs> I will let like start the discussion with Pastor Jesus. I'm telling you. Kenny, that was the only thing. This is a secret. I've not even said it out before. But I need to help you tonight. I didn't have anybody I could call, that was my saving grace. In fact, that day, I was so angry. You can know that I need deliverance. I was so upset that I didn't have anybody to call. I didn't even realize what was going through my mind. I said, "Ah, I will not have somebody. There must be one fine guy somewhere that is just Pam somewhere. One friend, one old friend. Or one secondary school jingolo. I'm telling you, it was not on my contacts. I was not remembering different people. I was remembering them. I was not I wish... I said, this is like you're too strict. You should have just kept these people as close friends. At least. Can I that the devil is already blowing me powder? (laughs) (laughs) I did not have Loretta. When I remember now, I thank God. I thank God I didn't have one person. If you keep people around you, you're about to go. I warn you tonight. You're about to go. You see what I did that time when I was trashing stuff? You better go and shuffle. You think you are strong and powerful. (laughs) Lucifer, Obado, he will get you for a passing pleasure. If you like, speak in tongues, if you like, speak in tongues with authority. If you like, raise the dead and heal the sick. One of the sins that is in the house of the Lord is sexual immorality. And it is very strong. It is taking Israel away. And God is particular about it. Israel is being defiled. Israel is being defiled. The firstborn of God is being defiled. Because we are playing with nonsense. Python is around you. You are playing with it. You think he plans to kiss you? He plans to poison you and bite you till you are dead. I'm bringing a warning tonight. The Lord is not joking with us. You are the one who is joking with the python. And very soon it becomes a dragon. By the time you feed that thing so much, it becomes a dragon. The Bible says, flee! 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 I was asking one girl one day that, and eh, somebody, somebody you really respect, he's touching like, he's touching like, then what will you do? To this person? How does this person stop? I said, I will slap you. <laughs> you are supposed to slap the person. Which respect? Your soul is about to be gone. You say you are respecting, you are honoring the person. Praise <laughs> God. I don't want us to laugh too much. I want you to get the Spirit. God is speaking actually. I want you to get it. <clears throat> because the people are not trained for these things, and it's in darkness, the enemy is, you is, will, will shift, you shift you like this until you find it in one corner, only you, by yourself, then you will hit. Flee! Run for your life! Say, I will run for my life. My dear, it is your life. It is nobody's life. You are not a victim. It is your life. Run for your life. I'm not about to give you some gentle nuggets. You know, write in your notes. Number one. I don't have time for that. The enemy is raging in the house of the Lord. It's an abomination. So you say, I'm feeling somehow. Do you cook bears and in tongues. You are feeling somehow. Are you the only one who is feeling somehow? You are indulging yourself because you are feeling in a certain way. You are feeling somehow. Who are you? Are you the only one who feels somehow? How come the other children of God that are faithful? You are feeling somehow in a certain way. You are not indulging. Are you, are you a color? <laughs> I don't get it. It's a time, certain time of the month. I'm feeling like this. And you're not the only one who feels like that. though. There's one guy. Let me give you another story. You like stories, right? I'll give you another story so you can know that. this last time. <laughs> there's one guy. So when I started Bible school, there's this guy that used to come around me. So you're beautiful. I love your lashes, your eyelashes. <laughs> At first... You know, he went to his Bible school now. Sure, he get. It. I expect that the people here are Santimonio. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Pisac like this Okay, I've told him already. <laughs> I have to just tell him. You see, once I just enter class, oh, you look so good. Wow. <laughs> I'll just say thank you. Cuts it now. Thank you very much. But I just noticed because now I'm a sharp girl. That this greeting is becoming too much, and I'm not just a sharp girl; I'm a very sincere child of God. So I told myself, "This greeting that this brother is always greeting me, greeting me." Then, easy day, he told me, "My lashes is very beautiful." I was so irritated. Like you mean you can see my lashes? you are my glasses? <laughs> 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 like my stomach was turning me when he when he said it. You mean you have looked at me? <laughs> you can see my lashes not my glasses, brother. You didn't try. Oh, no, I was, I, was, I was offended. No, that was offensive. See, let me tell you, this people are laughing at. That's what you say. Oh, I fell head over heels in love with him. <laughs> they are silly, it's a very serious matter. Brother is chatting you, his video calling you. He said, Oh, we just called each other. And said, you don't mean wrong with you? You are not okay. You are yeah, not okay. You are yeah, not okay. Immediately, as a child of the spirits, I started picking it. Hey, do you know, and I told myself, this class now, I cannot leave this class. What would I do to this brother? Oh. I said, anytime I enter class, I will just not see him. I told myself, he's invisible. So every time I enter the class, and the funny thing is, for you to know that the devil is very powerful, He's the first person I meet. I don't know why he's only at the door or somewhere around me. Sitting beside me. He's always around me. Have you been a phone? <laughs> like mosquito. <laughs> oh, so I knew that the devil was at me. Because the guy's words sometimes started to make sense. So the pastor does not tell me that I'm looking beautiful. That, that guy knows how to say it, man. I'm telling you. He just says, wow, it's the way you combine it for me. <laughs> <laughs> the choice of your lipstick, oh my God. <laughs> ah. So I knew I was in trouble. The first thing I did, I called my husband. Hello, sir. <laughs> rescue, 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 rescue. I just told him everything, but I said, no not worry, I'm fine. But I knew I was not fine. So anytime I enter class, once I see him like this, I say, once if I buy once if buy I'm not joking. No. I used to say it out because emotions are powerful. I used to say it out. Once I I'm sure the guy will have heard me. Once if I buy once I will be saying it out so that my soul, my spirit, my mind will be in alignment. Because they're about to get me. Anything you keep quiet about, it will soon, it, it will soon give you a facet. Yeah. I don't know that in English. <laughs> it will wreck you. <laughs> Anything you keep quiet. Say, Shh, don't, don't, don't tell anybody. Let's not, let them not know who they want to get there. So I kept saying it out loud. Every time I see the guy. He's not my friend, though. I don't have his number. One day he even said, let me just drop you off. Oga, oh, you are going to this way. Your way is like... Another end. You're going to the island, for example. I'm going to Jujunpega. You see, you want to drop me? Drop me where? I, I refuse to be dropped. And those days, it's not like there was some car or something to drop me. So don't be careful. Don't be too carried away. Don't be loose. I'm not saying sexual looseness. I'm even telling you that. Don't let your mind be loose. Don't think you can handle it. They don't use to handle things like that. The Bible says flee, not handle it. Bible did not say, I can handle it. I'm going to keep the secret. Bible says flee. Flee. He's not my friend. Do you know, it was as deep as, every time I see that guy, I used to tell God, God, please let me love him. Help me to love because it was now becoming irritating to me. You know, it's not now... A fellow brother is becoming an agent. So all of you that say, oh, he's my brother in Christ Jesus. Is my, bro- is my sister in love. What? By ye, ye. <laughs> he's not your sister in love. He's not the same church you are going to. By ye, ye. He became an agent. Once I spot him, I know he's an agent. He's an agent of the enemy. Leave the brother alone. We'll be doing brother when we get to heaven. Uh, we'll continue the brotherhood. But for now on earth, I mark you. You're an agent. I Bible says flee. Delete. Delete. Trash. You think some people that are eating their SIM card and of throwing inside me think they're crazy? It's not an extreme. It's the way to go. It's not an extreme. Go home and begin to delete. Offload your phone. We have too many apps. Offload it. By the mercies of the Lord. I pray that mercy will get you tonight. Yeah. Because sometimes these things, there, they will say, it, just, come, come here. You need mercy. Oh. Offload your phones. Will you suffer for it? Yes. Sometimes if you delete your WhatsApp, you suffer for it for it. why? Who cares? We're talking about your soul. Who cares? Guys, it's not a joke. Nobody cares eventually. Let's see Matthew 5, before I wrap up. Matthew 5, 27, 30. You have heard that it is said of old, she shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at the woman to lust for her has also committed, also means what? The same thing. Put side by side, the same thing. Has also committed adultery, with her in the heart. If your right eyes causes you to see, what did he say? <laughs> did he say rob aboniki? <laughs> yeah, because aboniki is painful. You know, sometimes you can cut those things halfway. See, let me not be too harsh. Let me not be too brash now. Let me take it easy. <laughs> hey, Oga, okay, Pluck it out. Cast it from you. After you pluck it out, in case you will need to return it back into your eyes. In case when you pluck that eyes, something will tell you someday, Now you can still return this eyes back into your eyes. He says, cast it from you. See, you don't have an excuse. Because there are already instructions given to you for your rescue. You don't have any excuse. Cast it. Cast it. Where? Away from you, for it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish. That's a little strong, right? Not even a little, very strong. So we are talking about a serious matter. Than for your whole body to be cast into hell. So you can see that God is not saying because you are a Christian today, my daughter, you are a Christian today, oh, you are going to. I am going to see you in heaven. <laughs> you might not be a Christian tomorrow. You might be in hellfire. See the matter they are talking about. The sin of the body. You can see that's the matter we are talking about. We have not even entered into pride, stealing and all those things. Just the sin of the body. It can land you in hellfire. The devil will just roast you with it. Say so this one, uh, I know how to get him. I know how to get her. Just introduce <laughs> a relationship. Oh, don't worry. I'll go to bed once she introduce a relationship I know how to get her. For it is more profitable that one of your members perish than your whole body to be cast into well. Air. Praise God. My sister, stop taking compliments. Don't take it. I give you compliment. Oh, to me oh, I just love your dimple on this side. I'm not taking the compliment. I take it not. I'm telling you the truth. It may be a hard truth, but I'm doing, I'm just doing what the Lord will have me do. Don't take the compliment. Your beards are so nice. Oh, they are heavenly. Don't take the compliment. Leave it. You don't have to take it. It's not a compliment you take. Some of it are coming from hell. Yes. In the church. In the church of God. Yes. Some of those compliments are coming from hell because they know how to get you. They know your language and they can speak your language. They know, that's why I started by telling you that the temptation that I have passed over me now may not have passed over there. You can see my own temptation. I've told you. I love your lashes. Olga, I love you too. Leave it. And the thing is, when you begin to think that it cannot get you, oh, oh, you're most miserable. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know. I realize it can get me. So, anybody that wants to be greeting me in this short now, don't no, tell me I love my lashes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> don't take the compliment. Let it be. Once the seeds of those compliments begin to enter into you, you are gone. To control it, to give you a reversal, is very hard. Colossians 3 says, that's it. Colossians 3 1 to 5 says what? If then you were risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Next verse says, set your mind on things above, not of things on earth. For you what? That compliment you are taking, you are dead. Guess my point. You are a dead man. What are you using the compliment for? Oh God, you are here for work. You're here for destiny. What are you using the fine girl and the fine boy for? What's the use? Does it bring heaven down? Does fire from or from heaven after they give you compliments? What are you using it for? <laughs> What's the purpose of the beauty? Bible says, set your mind above. When things above, there are some things that are above. Hey. I can see a lot of generals here. All of a sudden, my eyes is open. I can see generals. <laughs> People mastering their bodies. Generals. The Lord is speaking to you guys. He's touching the hearts. Texturizing it with the word. You are able to do it. Because the grace has been supplied. You can see generals. People who stand for the Lord. People who speak on his behalf. In secret or in public. Generals. Generals. Soldiers. People who can open their mouth and say no. I can say generals. Those are generals. Those are people worthy of assignments. People worthy because the Lord needs the body. He needs the body for assignments. There are people in various countries all over the world. Various countries, they need healing. Healing. People are dying. People are in captivity. Do you get me, my people? People are in captivity. A lot is happening all over the world. If we just go to the north, there was a man who lived on the surface of this earth when he entered nations, there was healing. God needs your body, he's in need of it. If he will beg you, he need down and beg you. Because without your body, he can't do many things. He can't do many things. Don't shorten the harvest. The harvest is already ripe, set. But you need to be said, don't reduce the harvest. Because the Lord may use you today, but you may not last for the next 50 years because of the misuse of your body. Don't reduce the Lord's harvest. I beg you, please. Please, I beg you. Don't reduce the harvest of the Lord. There's an harvest upon us, and the Lord needs your body. Needs your body. Your body is needed. There are other things to think about. There are other things. Set your affection, set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. For the things on earth are able to get you easily. But upgrade your mind. For you died. The reason why you need to put your mind above is because you died. I think we usually forget we died. Do you know when you give your life to Christ? You died. You died. You died. Say, I died. I died. I died. So whatever you want to use to pancake me or make me feel somehow, I died. Does a dead body feel emotional? Does a dead body feel anything? You died. It's a reality you must wear. Men and women of God, you died. Your reality is your death. You died. It's something you must know for sure. Stop playing pranks everywhere. Playing here. You are neither here or there. Playing up and down. You died, my friends. And your life, the only one and only life you have is hidden in Christ Jesus. Is hidden in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Next verse says, when Christ with our life appears, then you also will appear. With him in glory. So seek those things above. There are other things to think about. There are other things to think about. There are other things to meditate on. Okay? There are other things to meditate on. And it's available. Only if you tune your mind to it. The Lord wants to download information to you. But your mind is far away. First Peter 4. Let's see First Peter 4. I'm wrapping up now. Let's just see 1 Peter Therefore, since Christ, okay, two. Let's see two. Okay, let me say one. Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, harm yourself also with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh, assist from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh. For the lusts of men. But for the will of God. Lust is a cheat. Lust will cheat you. In case you think that lust is a phenomenon. Something that has a hold on you. It doesn't have that much power. But somebody on the inside of you. The Lord of glory. Who has much more power. And grace available for you. So don't overhype lusts. And don't overhype how you feel. How you feel, you are overhyping it. Why don't you overhype the Holy Ghost? Why don't you overhype the power of the Almighty God? Why don't you? It is available. The power of God is available. Overhype it. Whenever you feel a certain way, begin to overhype the Holy Ghost. Begin to hype it because God knows you will feel a certain way. That's why he left with you things to do. Your way of escape has been written in the scripture. Because he knows you have the body. And the body has its own demands. Family, the body has its own demand. Then God gave instructions for you to escape. So don't overhype it. Begin to renew your mind by the word. Remind remind yourself of who you are. Married or married, single, whoever you are, young, teenager, however you feel. I want you to know that the Lord is with you when you're feeling that thing. He's present with you. He's not ashamed of you. If you just hold on to his strength... If you just hold on to his power, you are able to overcome. One of the things you must harm yourself with is the truth, sincerity. Open your mouth to talk. Be sincere. Be humble. Only the humble can get the power of God. You can get the power of God. Just be humble. Sometimes just speak to someone. Don't overhype it, it doesn't have that much power. My brother, sin has been destroyed. Long ago, sin was destroyed. Don't overhype sin again. Not again. Have the Holy Ghost. Have the Holy Ghost. Sing about the Holy Ghost. Talk about the Holy Ghost. Talk about its power. It was the same power. The spirit of holiness is what it's called. Who raised Jesus from the dead. So whatever death situation you have, the Holy Ghost can bring you out. The Holy Ghost can restore you. The Holy Ghost can make you whole. Let's begin to respond to the Lord. He's the whole Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the living God. He's the whole Holy Ghost, the scepter of the King of Kings. He's the whole Holy Ghost, the seal of the h to come? Hey changing everything.